got to invest a grand. Now, how you do anything is how you do everything. So don't underestimate the power of investing a thousand well. Because if you invest a thousand well, you'll probably invest 10,000 well, 100,000 well, and a million well. Whereas if you don't invest a thousand well, you can't expect to invest a hundred thousand well. If you don't manage well what you've already got, you can't expect to make more. This is a quote from Warren Buffett. So I get asked all the time, how do you invest X? Someone asked me recently, how do you invest 800 grand? I gave them a bespoke plan. Someone asked me, how do you invest 5 million? I gave them a bespoke plan. So I'm going to share with you how to invest a thousand well, because it's actually really important, even though it's not a lot of money. Because when you learn to invest a thousand well, you invest 10,000 well and a hundred thousand well. So I'm going to give you four or five different things that you can actually squeeze out of a grand. You'd be quite surprised how much you can get out of a grand, whether it's pounds or dollars, although a pound and a dollar is pretty much the same now anyway. So I need to tell you something that's really freaking important before we start this, although we've already started this, and that is Cash money is not an investment. Having money and savings is not an asset. Cash is a depreciating liability, not an appreciating asset. So it's vital that you have minimal amounts in cash. And cash money, i.e. cash savings. Now, some people are quite surprised by this, but that's because they don't understand interest rates and inflation. They don't understand basic economics. High inflation, low interest means your money is going down. High interest, low infl- inflation means your money is going up. Now, I think we all know, it doesn't take any genius guru, that inflation's high and going higher. And interest rates have been low for 12 years. And whilst we're all pretty clear they're going to go up, there's no way they're going to go up long term enough over and above inflation. But then you add into this mix quantitative easing. I'm told that the governments across the world have printed more money since the start of lockdown than was in existence in the entire human previous history. (laughs) So we're just printing money for fun to paper over the cracks of trillions of debt. So any quantitative easing on government printing of money and intervention of monetary policy erodes the value of your money. High inflation erodes the value of money. But then, of course, you've got your expenses and your overheads and the soaring cost of living. And all of these erode the value of your money. So if you keep your money, you are probably losing 15% a year, like like maybe more. So cash, money and savings is not an asset. Cash is a depreciating liability. But you're taught to save money at school. You're taught to save money by your parents. I mean, I remember my parents saying to me, save the pennies and the pounds will take care of themselves. (laughs) No, no. But they don't know what they don't know. So why would you save then? There's two reasons why you'd save. Number one, to teach yourself the discipline of not spending all your money, which is actually really useful. If you can save, you're not buying depreciating liabilities, wasting money and over-consuming. That's reason number one why you'd save. Reason number two why you'd save is to build an investment pot. They're the two reasons you'd save. Not to hold cash money. Okay, so let's take your thousand. Now, I'm going to give you strategy and then I'm going to give you tactic. 
So strategy for your thousand is you want a mix of physical and intangible. You want a mix of active and passive. And you want a, me a mix of centralized. Well, you have to have centralized, but you want some decentralized. Now, you don't really have enough money to go high risk, medium risk, low risk and um, short term, medium term, long term. So we'll keep it simple. Physical, non-physical, active, passive, centralized, decentralized. And then I'll tell you some specifics to get you started. So centralized is where someone else has control of your asset. Government bonds, cash savings, stock, stock market, they're centralized. Someone else, a company, a government, a government entity, some other power has control, final control of your money. I mean, property ownership is relatively decentralized, actually, because if you own the title deeds, you own the property. But if you have a mortgage, you don't own that property. And if you think you do, because you've got the title deeds, wait, don't pay your mortgage for six months and see what happens. <laughs> They'll take the property back. They'll repossess. So I'm going to argue, actually, that property is centralized, even though I have a lot of property and I love property. And I think property ownership, right, certainly in the Western world is pretty solid. So decentralized would be anything physical that you hold and you own. And maybe something like Bitcoin. Now, warning, because so many people ask me when I do these how to invest series, oh, um, Shibu and XRP and, you know, all these different cryptos. They're not decentralized. You think they are. Oh, but they're on the blockchain. No, no, no. They're owned by someone. They're owned by a platform. To my knowledge, the only crypto that's fully decentralized that, that I would feel comfortable no one can manipulate is Bitcoin. I, I, am, I launched NFTs, so I know this. I looked into all these NFT platforms. They're all centralized. Someone owns them. A company, a platform, or a person. So that company or that platform or that person goes bust or they decide to, you know, vacate the universe. They're freaking off with my money as well. So gold is decentralized if you own it physically. It's not in some other vault. It's not digital. You own it physically. Then it's decentralized. A Rolex Daytona or an Amiga Swatch that you've got on your risk, risk that you can put in a safety deposit box or a safe. That is decentralized. And I think Bitcoin is... Uh, you know, and some people are saying, oh, yeah, you know, all these central digital currencies. No, 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 no. I am, I am not a fan of a, a I'm going to rant on a tangent here, but <laughs> digital currencies are the opposite of decentralized. <laughs> so gold. Now, at the moment, you can get a gold sovereign coin for 370 ish pounds. Now, by the way, always check your prices because they change daily. You can get a half sovereign for half that you can get a kruger and i think 14 1500 quid but that will change and go up and down so first thing i'm going to recommend that you get into as part of your grand um, investment is gold get yourself a half sovereign get yourself a sovereign um, you can get them from the royal mint get them physical store them own them bosh now is that going to make you a millionaire no but if you had 10 to 20 percent of your wealth in gold over the years, would that make you a millionaire? Yeah. And then if they do recall currencies and if they do have bank runs and if currency does go into hyperinflation, well, you've got a load of gold. 
What is it Mr. T said? The gold rule is the man with the gold rules. Okay, great. Next then is I'm going to recommend you do have some money in the stock market. Now, people always say to me things like, yeah, but the stock market is high or the stock market is low or the stock market is volatile or the stock market is ABC. But if you look over time, the stock market goes up in value. So it doesn't really matter as long as you're thinking long term, if you buy it when it's at its peak or you buy it, you know, depend. <laughs> like I always get people in all my comments say, yeah, but, you know, gold's dropped or, um, you know, they're looking at prices now. But that's not a reason to not buy. A reason to not buy is if the asset isn't solid. And if a price has dropped on something, it usually means it's a good price to get in on. So I'm, tw I'm talking to you here about stuff that's nothing to do with short-term trading. Get short-term trading out of your mind. Buy, hold, die. Because if you trade, you lose compounding. You have entrance fees, exit fees, broker fees, this fee, that fee. Each time you sell, you've got a little slice of the cake coming off. Whereas if you buy, hold, die, you don't even pay the taxes because you can, well, you will pay inheritance tax, but there's ways to dance around that. So the price today doesn't really matter. It does if you want to sell it in a week, but that's called trading, which is actually called uh, gambling for 99.99% of people. So exactly, the best way to buy a stock is to buy a fundamentally good stock and hold it forever. So if you put 200 of your grand into S&P 500 or FTSE 100 via Hargreaves Lansdowne, i.e. you self-invest it, and you put it in your tax-free wrapper, which in England is called the ISA, and then every um, month or year, you increased it and increased it, increased it to the point where you can max your 25 grand a year. And then your partner's 25 grand a year. And then your kid's grand nine grand a year. And then your other kid's nine grand a year. And you kept doing that. In the end, you could live off the income from the capital you built up in the stock market. Pretty, um, pretty compelling and pretty powerful. But you need compounding on your side, which means you need to invest and keep it there. Because each time you trade, there's buying and selling costs. Taxes. Just keep slicing the cake. So you're going to go sovereign or half sovereign, 170, 350. You're going to go a couple of hundred quid in the stock market, two, three hundred pounds or dollars, depending on your currency. Um, you might feel that S&P 500 is better than FTSE 100 because you might feel that the pound's really weak. You might want to go into emerging markets, 100 in emerging markets, 100 into S&P 500 or FTSE 100. Don't put in an, in, it in an individual stock. If you put it in an individual stock, then it turns into a risky. And if you've got 100 grand, you could put 5 to 10 grand in an individual stock because you've got the amount of money to um, be able to take the hit if you lose it. So by the way, if any of you have 20 grand, 100 grand, 200 grand, 500 grand, a million or more, and, and you want a bit more of a bespoke plan from me, just email support at robmore.com. Don't do it if you haven't got it. Don't just email it for the sake of it. I get hundreds of emails a day, but... If you email support at robmore.com, I built someone a bespoke plan on five mil, on 800 grand, on 250 grand. I get asked all the time, Rob, how do you invest X, i.e. the amount that they have? Because people now have been investing for 20 years. So, Because it does change as it goes up. One grand and five grand similar, but 25 grand and 100 grand and 500 grand gets very different. You want to be more diversified the more money you have. You can take bigger risks the more money you have. Okay, so we've done... 
170 odd or 350 in gold sovereign coin. Check the price daily changes. You got a couple of 100, 300 maybe into the stock market. I would set up an account on Hargreaves Lansdowne. People say to me, why Hargreaves Lansdowne? Well, Charles Stanley is good. Vanguard is good. But essentially, an, a self-investing platform where you can invest in stocks and shares in your ISA. And you can do this yourself without a broker, without an IFA, and the fees are the minimal. I've had Hargreaves Lansdowne account for 16 years. I interviewed Stephen Lansdowne, who's a billionaire on my podcast. So, you know, I don't get any referral commission, by the way. I'm not interested in that. I'm just interested in helping you. I am interested in you joining Rob.team, but I'm not interested in getting any commission or charging for any of this. Um, and by the way, um, this is not financial advice. I guess you, should, you, you would know that. This is my experience. Always do your own price checking. Always do your own due diligence and research. Okay, so with the rest, there's two more things I reckon you could do. And that is, um, I think you could start looking at um, an, a moon swatch, Amiga moon swatch. So Amiga did a collab with Swatch. They created the moon swatch. There's the moon, the sun, and all the planets. So there's, however, that makes what, nine or 10 different editions. And they're 207 pound new, which is high for a Swatch, but it's virtually nothing for an Amiga. And... You can't get one in Amiga. You can get one in Swatch, but every time I've gone in, they're all sold out or there's a massive queue and I can't be bothered to queue. So if you can get one new from a Swatch main dealer, 207 quid, they're already 350, 400, 500. The Neptune, I think it is, which is the dark blue one, I'm seeing go for, well, it's on for 3,000 on eBay. I've seen some of them in the mid 300s. I've seen them saying some of them in the seven and eight hundreds. So if you don't like the queue, just get one of the lower price ones on eBay. But the reason why I think they'll be solid is one, Swatch are leveraging up on Amiga's brand. Two, I don't think Amiga will do it forever because I think in the end it will damage their brand. And three, they're already going over premium. So just always check in duty free or in the swatches or wherever you find, you know, wherever these stores are. And if you can grab a couple, grab a couple. They'll, they'll probably only let you buy, what, two or three. But they're actually pretty good. And like, there's no guarantee, but pretty much every watch I've ever bought, I've made on. Even the bad purchases, I've bought a lot of watches over 16 years. It's a big passion of mine. So for that kind of money, you can't get much better. And it's physical. So you've got some physical gold, physical watch. Then you've got the um, centralized and intangible of the stock market. Now, you don't have enough money for real estate yet. You don't have enough money for many other classes. You could put 100 into Bitcoin, which is 10%. And I would see that as a reasonably wise move. Because at least you're in some crypto, because you might think crypto's the future. But the problem is all the others are too risky. They're not decentralized. And people think they are, but they're not. So, because someone owns them. Some billionaire owns the platforms. Ethereum, some billionaire owns that. It's not, it's not decentralized, but Bitcoin is. So maybe you want 10%, 100 in Bitcoin. And if you've never invested in Bitcoin, it's good to learn how to invest in it, get your wallet set up and get your security done very well. Okay. People are always advising me saying XRP is great and Shibu is great and all these blah, blah, blah. 
Um, I'm not going to advise any of those. And if you're going to get into stuff like that, I recommend it is one to 5% max of your total investment pot. There's no point when you've got a grand. Now, if you've got a hundred grand, one to 5% of your in investment pot is um, still a decent enough amount of money to make it worth it. I want to stress this decentralization because people think they know what it is and it isn't. If a billionaire owns a crypto platform, that is not decentralized. Let me just make that really freaking clear. Because they own it. They can manipulate it. They can create more of it. They can go bust. They can. They own it. Bitcoin is because no one owns it. And some people say, oh, yeah, but the blockchain is decentralized. No, it's not. The blockchain isn't decentralized. Bitcoin is. Imagine if the government set up their own blockchain. Do you think that's decentralized? No, the government own it. <laughs> cool. Just do your own research on that. Okay, so you've got a couple of hundred left, I reckon. And there's two more things I recommend you do. When you've got a little amount of money to invest, what you need to do is leverage knowledge. Because the more you learn, the more you earn. How you do anything is how you do everything. So I'm going to finish on knowledge. But you remember earlier I said active versus passive. Well, with a grand, you ain't, you're not going to make much passive. It's going to take decades of compounding to get anything decent. So you need to leverage a bit of sweat equity, a bit of active. And that would be starting a business. Now, with a couple of hundred, what business can you start? You can't buy much stock. You haven't got overhead premises, staff. You can't do any of that. So the best business model to start when you are literally on a couple of hundred is a membership site because it leverages information into income, content into cash flow, what you already know into cash flow, and it leverages IP. Some people call IP intellectual property. I call IP information profits. So for less than 200, you can set up a membership site. You can get the hosting, you can get the platform, the payment gateway and the merchant for less than 200. Maybe even for less than 100. You might set up on Patreon, for example, which I think you just pay a percentage of, I think you pay 12%, 8, 10, 12% of the paying membership instead of you paying a recurring income, a recurring cost for having the platform. And by the way, this is what I did with Rob.team. I launched Rob.team, setting up hosting, got a domain name. Rob.team didn't cost me much money. Got the hosting for not much money. Probably for less than a couple of hundred, I launched a, a platform that now has nearly 10,000 members at £7 a month. You can do the maths. Oh, by the way, I have 137 members at £28 a month, but I could really scale that, but I don't want to. Um, I'm building a new platform. I'll nudge the price up. You put the price up by £2 a month when you've got 10,000 members. <laughs> it's a lot of money. And it's just my passion into profession, my ideas into income and my content into cash flow. You can do that. And that's probably the best use of any of the grand that you've got to invest. And that's the active part. Because the more money you have, the more passive you could expect because you get your money working for you. The less money you have, the more active you have to accept because you've got to work for you. So the final part is investing in yourself. 
So when you don't have a huge amount of money, the more you learn, the more you earn. You are your best asset, invest in yourself wisely because you pay yourself the best return. So you want to make sure that actually you see yourself as an asset class. Because if you know more than anyone else about watches, you'll buy low and you'll buy the right type at the right time and it'll appreciate in value. If you know more than anyone else about property, you'll buy the hidden gems in your local area. If you know the most about, than anyone about crypto, you'll make the right calls more often than not. So the more you learn, the more you earn. And this is why I launched Rob.team in lockdown. So when lockdown happened, I was doing 20 million quid a year in information courses, physical training, physical courses, masterclasses, thousands of pounds of time. But when lockdown happened, I realized, well, one, I can't do a physical course anymore. <laughs> That's shut down by the government. But two, people are going to need help online and probably at a lower cost. So Rob.team is literally 20 pence a day. Costs you less than a large coffee. You can cancel any time with no ongoing contract. And I started double and tripling down on my online information when lockdown happened in March 2020, including I've done a four hour masterclass on building a six figure income from membership sites. Basically me teaching you exactly how I built Rob.team. I also have a nine module, 10 hour how to invest course, a series, nine modules on how to invest Nothing up to a million with nine different asset classes, diversifying risk, etc. So I guess you could say a bit like this content, but 10 hours worth for all different types of money and in more specific detail. So if you'd like these ongoing masterclasses and you'd like to learn how to build your own membership site, which could build you a six figure income within a few months, then go join Rob.team. It's really easy to join, by the way. You just type into any internet Browser, R-O-B, dot, T-E-A-M. Rob, dot, team. Simple as that. So if you go there now, because I'm going to finish in a moment, don't wait for me to finish. Go to Rob, dot, team. Join for less than 20 pence a day. Cancel any time. No ongoing contract. There are hundreds of hours of courses, resources, classes, and masterclasses. So I'll see you there. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.